Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. Presented by Cape and Cowell Comics. I am Henry Liu. And today is a very special episode. Today is our first episode of 2018. Happy New Year. It is Thursday. January 4th, and today is the debatably controversial and most certainly ill-advised marijuana-themed episode. Yeah? So, uh, this should be fun. Okay, so a couple notes here off the bat. Um, This episode is not being recorded at my workplace. I am uh, in the comfort of my own home, and um, even though it is a work day, I am not working today. I, I have the day off, so let that be known off the bat. Yeah, okay. Uh, and so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into marijuana and comics, and you know, it begs the question, you know, why are we, why are we talking about weed? Why are we talking about marijuana? I am a resident of the state of California. And uh, just days ago, January 1st, 2018, the recreational use of marijuana is now legal in the state of California. Uh, So uh, kind of a a big, big moment, you know. Um, A lot of people were uh, lining up uh, to get their hands on this stuff just uh, starting just days ago, right? Um, what else can we say here? Yeah, I think um, let's just get into it. Uh, this will be pretty interesting because uh, this is going to be uh, an interactive ex- episode, if you will. So at this moment, uh, I am uh, completely sober, um, but I thought it would be fun to... Uh, Try a little bit of this stuff and see where uh, where it takes me for the the rest of this episode. So um, I have my handy dandy vape pen right in my left hand here, and um, um, some uh, cannabis oil here. Uh, so this one is uh, is a sativa, and it is affectionately known as Pineapple Express obviously in reference to the Seth Rogen and James Franco movie. Great movie, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spark it up. Okay, so the deed has been done, and um, we're gonna. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and uh, let this sort of take take effect, and we'll be right back. Okay, so a few minutes have passed, and 
the effects of the effects of uh, my little hit there uh, have seeped in a bit, and uh, I think I can get through this episode maybe a little slower than usual, but um, I am functional. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about marijuana and comics. So I knew that I was going to do this particular show in an altered state. So I kind of just prepared some material that I can sort of read through and, you know, that I don't have to think too hard while doing. (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, let's make an extremely honorable mention. Um, Maybe, I think, undoubtedly, the greatest marijuana reference in all of comic books history. And that is, of course, the introduction of Peter Parker's love interest, the first appearance of Mary Jane Watson. So, obviously, her name is totally a weed reference, Mary Jane, a.k.a. MJ. I don't think that's coincidence. Um, but the way we meet her, too, is funny, too. It's it's sort of marijuana-related because... Uh, so, to set up the, the scene... I think uh, Peter Parker is being fixed up on a date. And, of course, he's like, oh, great, you know. This is how, how great is this going to go? Not knowing that the girl he's been fixed up with is none other than the very beautiful Mary Jane Watson. So the reveal is great because uh, Mary Jane appears and she says, Face it, tiger. You've just hit the jackpot, right? Pot, jackpot, mm-hmm. So, yeah, very, very uh, appropriate to our discussion today. Let's move on. So, uh, again, on the theme of, of marijuana and comics, specifically superheroes, there are actually... There are actually types of marijuana that are named after superheroes. So, it's kind of fun. This is from uh, sci-fi.com. They have have, uh, come up with a list. And these are all real. These are the real deal. I'll I'll go through this list a bit here. So, uh, there are 12 cannabis varieties that are comic book slash superhero themed so first off we got Astro Boy and uh, there's just a little bit of uh, uh, a comment on on each of these I'll read straight from the the sci-fi site Uh, Astro Boy those laser fingers come in handy after someone's pocketed your lighter haha next up Batman OG Pack some Visine in your tool belt because the mask just doesn't quite cover the red eye. Then there's Batgirl. Batgirl is the alter ego of the unfortunately named strain Jack's Cleaner Blueberry. It's a plant with fronds like bat wings and no doubt a powerful kick. 
Uh, then we got some greens, of course, coming up. Green Goblin. Many dispensaries are changing the name of the Green Crack strain to Green Goblin to tone it down. Really is a, psych is a psychotic troll genius on a hoverboard chucking pumpkin grenades that much more comforting? Fair question. Next up, Green Lantern. Pictured here. Uh, they have photos on this site too. So uh, pictured here with Douglas Paul Stanford, founder of the Hemp and Cannabis Foundation. Now that's what we call a guardian of the universe. Next up, Incredible Hulk. And all it says here is Hulk smashed. Haha. <laughs> okay, then we have Kryptonite OG. In concentrated butter form, kryptonite will rob you of your power to put sentences sentences together. <laughs> then there's red-haired Sonia. Your bong has to defeat it in fair combat before you can smoke it. And then, and this is uh, kind of uh, what I had mentioned before with Mary Jane, uh, but there's Spider-Man Kush. Guaranteed to produce an evening of stupid Mary Jane jokes. And then we have Supergirl. If you're looking for the world's greatest heroine, you'll be disappointed. It's just weed. Superman OG. Here's how you melt the Man of Steel. And finally, Wonder Woman. Good news, you can ride an invisible plane into the taco shop drive-thru. So there you have it. The 12 superhero-themed strains of, uh, of cannabis. And this, was, this article, just a little further background, it was, it, it was posted on December 14th, 2012, some time ago. I wouldn't be surprised if there are many more uh, superhero-themed uh, cannabis varieties. Now, to this day. Okay, so another uh, internet finding that caught my eye. It was on Reddit. Basically, uh, it, the, the question was posed, which superheroes smoke weed? And... Um, there is a particularly thoughtful post uh, by a Reddit user, a Redditor, by the name of uh, Hyfolo Guy. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, he kind of goes down a fairly lengthy list here and has some opinions on, uh, you know, who smoked. I mean, the list is... I mean, basically, I think every everyone <laughs> they all smoke, <laughs> but maybe to varying degrees. Um, but yeah, let's uh, I'll just again I'll just read these off. Okay, Kyle Rayner definitely tried it at least once. Probably John Stewart too, although he'd never admit to it. Okay, and these are past Green Lanterns, of course. Uh, then Gambit. Definitely. And he probably smoked out Rogue once or twice. Wolverine has at least tried it, although it probably depends on the writer. 
if he got high. Wow, interesting, considering the, the comic book writer. All right, Tony Stark has most certainly toked some tokes and probably still has a big supply hidden somewhere from his weapons dealing days. Peter Parker and Matt Murdock probably both tried it, although I see them only really smoking when they're in phenomenally good or really, really bad moods. Hank McCoy and Bobby Drake have probably tried it. Kitty Pride probably tried it. And there's a fair chance she got uh, Peter to try it, or uh, Pietro to try it. Kurt Wagner has definitely tried it at some point, but I doubt it was his thing since as a blue acrobat, his life is already wild enough. Thor has definitely tried at one point in his younger days. Storm probably tried it. Johnny Storm has probably tried it, although he would never admit to it fear, uh, for fear of Sue. Namor has definitely tried it at some point. T'Challa has probably tried it, although in a more formal part of a speaking to the dead ritual and not for leisure. Steve Rogers probably tried it, but only incognito when he wasn't doing the cap thing. Sam Wilson probably tried it at some point too. Bruce Banner, <coughs> Bruce Banner and Jennifer Walters have definitely smoked at some point in their lives and probably after becoming hulks and making bad green jokes about it. Hercules has also definitely had some in his day. Clark Kent probably tried to smoke it at one point to understand it, but it didn't really, f but didn't really feel anything and didn't enjoy having his already crazy senses messed with like that. Luke Cage and Danny Rand definitely have. Jessica Drew, Clint, Bar Clint Barton, and Natasha Romanoff, too. Although I imagine the circumstances differed wildly. Coriander was definitely given some and probably got Dick Grayson to smoke. I imagine all the 80s titans came into contact with it at some point. The current crop probably not though. They're surprisingly preppy and uptight compared to how they were as pre-teens. Bruce Wayne probably tried it just to understand it as well, but I doubt he enjoyed any second of it because it interferes with being quote-unquote of the night. Diana probably had some too, but only while she was on Paradise Island and not after leaving. Arthur Curry probably tried some at some point in his travels over the oceans. He does rule the waters by the Caribbean, if nothing else. So there you have it. <laughs> I mean, basically every single superhero named is listed as probably having tried it. You know, I mean, kind of silly. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I would tend to agree, I guess. I mean, the Tony Stark, there's no question, you know, what hasn't he done? Um, the uh, Captain America thing, that's where I would maybe debate, you know, like, first off, if Captain America smoked weed, 
it probably wouldn't have any effect on them. As we should know, Cap can't get drunk. His metabolism from the super soldier serum is such that he can't get drunk. So he can drink and drink and drink and he'll never get drunk. So I would think, you know, kind of the same with weed. Like he, he can smoke tons of pot and still not get high. So that's number one. Number one, it wouldn't really phase him. But okay, let's just say hypothetically uh, he wanted to try it. I don't know. Like I just don't think he would really do it. Like he's, he's a really straight-laced kind of guy and, you know, very conservative. I think he would steer clear, even knowing, you know, that first point I made that he, he wouldn't get high. And also, notably, you know, uh, there has been an anti-drugs storyline in Captain America. This was like uh, back in the 80s. There was, um, you know, part of the whole like, uh, just say no, you know, America. There were, Marvel Comics did put out anti-drug uh, Captain America comics. So I think it's more sort of, I mean, it just leans more toward Cap never touching the stuff. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. So I think a good next topic would be what are the best comic book movies to get high to to just you know to watch quote-unquote on weed you know um i think we can look no further than the very recent crop of movies from marvel studios you know look at both guardians of the galaxy movies look at literally the most recent MCU flick, Thor Ragnarok, and um, most certainly, and probably the number one pick for this category, Doctor Strange. I mean, come on. So all three of those movies are are kind of like eye candy, right? There's some really cool-looking cool looking effects and imagery, and they're colorful too, you know. I think all, all four of the movies I mentioned—Doctor Strange, Guardians One, Guardians Two, Thor Ragnarok—there's um, a huge color palette being used, you know, a, a wide spectrum of colors, you know. So that alone, I think, can lend toward a uh, altered state experience. You know, like the, the colors alone is, 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 it's a, can be, you know, a powerful thing there. And, uh, I think where Dr. Strange really elevates itself, if you will, uh, it's, it's the psychedelia of it. You know, not only are there, you know, colorful images, a lot of special effects, there's a whole psychedelic vibe to the movie, you know, and I think I mentioned this on a previous show, but one of the things that that movie got right was 
being psychedelic because the original comics were psychedelic. You know, the Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, Doctor Strange comics. You know, that character was born of the psychedelic age. And those comics were hella trippy, you know? So when I heard they were going to make a Doctor Strange movie, I was like, oh, they sure as hell better make this thing trippy and psychedelic because that's, you know, to me, that's what Doctor Strange is all about. And, you know, it wasn't like minute one to the very end of the movie was totally psychedelic. But um, there certainly was one scene where the Ancient One sort of shows off her powers, you know, and uh, sends Doctor Strange on a, a pretty interesting trip, you know, and uh, that that shit was, like, way psychedelic, and, yeah, that, that, that was, like, hell yeah, you know, it's like, that, that kind of makes the movie for me. And, you know, I wasn't even in any sort of altered state, altered state at that, time the first time i saw doctor strange and i knew it was like oh damn this is like a great movie to to smoke out to yeah so yeah there's no question and the only other movie i would mention um i mean there's got to be others but these are all kind of on the top of my head but the other one i wanted to mention is the first tim burton batman movie the 1989 michael keaton batman you know, and I think, you know, Burton, Burton's early work definitely is, of you know, I think works well in that state. You know, we're talking Pee-wee's Big Adventure, we're talking Beetlejuice, and yeah, the first uh, Michael Keaton Batman movie as well. Uh, they're, they, they, all three of these movies have that uh, kind of carnival atmosphere to them and you know i think danny elfman did the score for all three too and you know again having that sort of circus slash carnival feel to them i mean that's you know that's weed shit you know definitely and uh probably lesser than uh the other two burton films Wee's big adventure and uh, and uh, Beetlejuice. I think Batman, you know, is less of a weed flick. But you know, again, we're sticking with you know comics and and superheroes here. There are definitely parts of that movie were like that were were pretty trippy. You know, I think pretty much anything with with Jack Nicholson as the Joker, you know, for sure. In particular, uh, the end of the movie where there was this whole like outdoor parade kind of thing uh with like a giant gun and just it, it really had that whole like circus feel to it and yeah hella trippy for sure and you know uh just bringing up the doctor strange comics got me thinking a bit you know there there are good comics to read while stoned I think, you know, I think movie watching lends itself a little more towards uh, smoking weed because, you know, I mean, when you're smoking, it tends to be better. I mean, it's preferable to do, do something more passive, like watch a movie rather than um, actively doing something like reading. I mean, reading is 
not a lot of activity. You could just lie in bed and read, but um, you're still, it's still more passive than uh, doing something like watching a movie. And I think, uh, yeah, when getting stoned, it's uh, the body tends to want to do as little as humanly possible. But, you know, like I said, th th that said, uh, I think we should talk a little bit about about comics. Preferable comics. And, like, I think with uh, Doctor Strange, you know, th there's, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm talking the original Stanley, Steve Ditko, Doctor Strange books. And, you know, I think any Doctor Strange comic would be appropriate. I mean, just, I mean... The, the costume itself, is, it's, it's way out there. It's trippy. And you know there's going to be some psychedelic stuff when it comes to Doctor Strange. But yeah, I, I did want to call out the, the legend Steve Ditko. You know, he co-created not only Doctor Strange with Stan Lee, but he also co-created Spider-Man with Stan Lee. And his uh, artwork is... It's it's phenomenal. It's it's really beautiful, and it's um, it's kind of atypical, you know. Uh, he came to fame around the same time as Jack Kirby, and I think Jack Kirby's style has become kind of the classic superhero style, you know, with really heroic-looking heroes. And with uh, really dynamic action in his panels. And uh, I think Ditko was very much the antithesis of all that. You know, his, his characters didn't look as heroic. Actually, I've heard that, you know, a reason Ditko was put on Spider-Man rather than Kirby was the fact that Ditko's style was less of a heroic style. They didn't want... Spider-Man to be this sort of archetype hero figure you know they wanted him to be you know maybe a little more relatable a little more human you know he wasn't big and muscular he was lean you know he was lean and lanky and um, he didn't have the the confidence in his body language that uh, you would see with Thor or Captain America, you know, and most certainly a Superman. So yeah, there, there was a stylistic choice there and it made a lot of sense because, you know, like I'm saying, Ditko style was very different from Kirby's. And, you know, it sort of lends itself to a more, I guess, surreal experience. I don't know, I don't, Kirby's work was very surreal as well. Um, but I think Ditko... There was a, a little bit of darkness in there too, a little mis a little bit of mystery, and um, and and I guess danger. Uh, so I think uh, yeah, anything, any comic drawn by Steve Ditko, I think would be perfect. You know, I think maybe even more so his work prior to uh, Spider Man. He, he used to work on like horror comics and stuff, and those were really devilish and demonic, and um, absolutely appropriate for altered states yeah so okay 
I wanted to give another huge shout out to um, a couple modern comic creators. So the writer Fabian Rangel Jr. and the artist, the artist Alexis Zirit. Uh, they are the creators of the Black Mask comic known as Space Riders, and this comic is absolutely well it's awesome period um but you know particularly uh if you're in an altered state and um i think anytime you put these two together you you got something (laughs) something good uh for smoking out too uh the the other thing of theirs i've read is uh the graphic novel tarantula and uh, along the same lines very trippy i think with uh space writers probably even more so because i think when you're dealing with outer space stuff that kind of lends itself toward um being high too as well right yeah so i mentioned the guardians of the galaxies movies um yeah i think ultimately i think dr strange kind of takes the cake there but I i would put both of the guardians movies a notch higher uh, then Thor Ragnarok. Well, actually, I was going to say, uh, I was going to put those a, a notch higher than Thor Ragnarok because they're outer space based. But actually, you know, Thor Ragnarok is too. So, you know, they're, they're all, I would lump them all together there. Um, they are highly, highly trippy. Okay. So I don't want to spend too much longer. I didn't want uh, to have too long an episode of this, uh, like I said, ill-advised idea, but, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, wrap it up a bit, uh, uh, you know, again, I think this is a good thing, I think, uh, the legalization of recreational marijuana in the state of California is a beautiful thing, and, um, yeah, so, you know, something we can celebrate, absolutely. Congratulations, California. We we did it. <laughs> and uh, what else can we say? I think. Oh yeah, I just want you know my personal um, take on like how am I feeling? Like this is certainly the only one of these podcasts I've done in any kind of altered state. I haven't you know drank booze or you know you name it uh, for for any previous episodes. So personally, at the moment. You know, I think uh, I feel fine, feel good. Um, maybe I wasn't high enough <laughs> because I think, I don't know, at the moment I feel like I'm pretty much coherent. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that can, uh, that's points for, you know, being able to do stuff while you're smoking you know it's like uh, there might be a preconceived notion that you know when you smoke you're like you're like brain dead you can't do anything but uh you know i think with uh you know taking taking this stuff in reasonable amounts you know one can certainly be very functional right right And with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry.